Welcome to our Pnimi Dishesaratova. That's we're learning about Vav Tishrei and Teshuva, and um, we're speaking about the fact that um, only the Kaidish, only the Kain Gabu could go into the Kaidish Gadishim on Yom Kippur, and no one else could go in. And the, the and he had to have a schutz in order to have an entry point to go in. He had to have a schutz because. Um, not everybody survived if they, or no one survived if they, they went into the Kaddish Kaddishim. And his chus was bris mila. Odd, because it's pretty common, everybody has a bris mila. But his chus was bris mila not because he's, well, he's different from everybody else, though. He has that chus. He's able to go in safely. But rather, bris mila is from, from the number eight on the eighth day. <coughs> above Seder Hishtalshlis. The energy of the Kaddish Kaddishim is above Seder Hishtalshlis. So obviously he has to go in with the same, you know, armed with the same energy to fit. He can't come in and his energy completely doesn't fit the Kaddish Kaddishim. He's walking in with the energy of a, of number eight above Seder Hishtalshlis into a place of eight above Seder Hishtalshlis. But when he goes in, there's something that he accomplishes that draws down a higher level of eight more than the regular level in the Kaddish Kaddishim. Otherwise, why does he have to go? Obviously. And it turns out that no one else can go, not even the Malachim. No one. It's an energy that, that is not available to anyone, at least at this point, not even the Malachim. And so, um, when we talk about Tshuva, the Tshuva, oh, there's the Tshuva of Aserith Yemei Tshuva, which is higher than the whole year, and then the tshuva of Yom Kippur is, is even higher than that. So it says that um, in one of the psukim, and the Tzamech Tzedek is bringing out this idea, that um, the level of eight in the Kaddish Kaddishim is one above and seven down here. But the one comes before the seven. So, um, and the eight that comes after seven means a revelation that's higher than Ishtalshlis. And it comes down after, and by the way, um, in the Kaddish Kaddishim, it brings, this whole energy brings great Vafua to the world because, and the Kayim Gadol goes in, etc. all connected with bringing great Vafua to the world because when there is, God forbid, illness, it's inside the laws of nature, in Seder Ishtalshlis. Outside, higher than Seder Ishtalshlis, it doesn't really exist. So there can't be illness up there because it's not, it's not one of the entities that happens up there. Just, it's just not the energy of above Seder Ishtalshlis, which is why being in that energy can bring great refuas. So the, the eight that comes after the seven, and here we're talking about, let's say, after the seven days after Rosh Hashanah, then you come to the eight, the real eight of Yom Kippur, is a revelation higher than Hishtashrut, but to bring it down, it has to be brought down by going through the stuff of Hishtashrut, of, of the world, of the laws of nature. So if that's the case, what does that prove? That the Gil is a revelation in the Kaddish Kaddishim. That happens on Yom Kippur. That has to happen only after you go through the seven energy in this world. Then obviously that whole energy of Yom Kippur and the Kaddish Kaddishim has to be somehow connected to it. 
If it has no connection to it, to the seven, it's not going to work after the seven. The Acha Shalitnei Sheva. So we're talking about this eight that comes before the seven. It's interesting. First we do the seven days after Rosh Hashanah, and then we do the this eighth energy of Yom Kippur. But in Mila, the one comes before the seven. The real, real, true energy, I guess you could say, is the Yom Kippur energy. So it comes before the seven energy, although in time it comes after. Because it's a revelation higher than Ishtashus, higher, the eight energy is, is higher than can have a connection to Seder Ishtashus. But it comes down into the world. Seven after the one, as we said. As we said in, in Sistine, as we will speak about in Sistine. So now we understand that that no one can go into the Ayal Mayed, only the one who's going in to do Kapara in the Kaidish. Only him. Why? No one can go in. Because relative to the revelation that is in the Kaidish Exation, in itself, it has its own revelation. It's like the eighth of Brithmila. It has its own very lofty revelation, its own energy in the Kaidish Exation. It's the eight. That's the eight that actually comes after the seven. We're talking about something that's above Hishtalshus that actually relates to Hishtalshus. Now you have the possibility of Matthias, something actually existing. There being actually a world, an existence, something. And when the Kayan Gavel and Yom Kippur go to the Kaidish Kedashim, what does he draw down? The revelation that's higher than Hishtalshus higher than being able to relate to Ishtashlis. And relative to this revelation, no one else no one else can do it. No one else can approach it. It's not a it's not a revelation at that moment that I guess is available to any for anyone else to draw down. Or something. Lagabi Giluze No one can go in. I guess no one else can do it. For them it would be not a positive experience because it doesn't work for them. Even those who have the faith of Pnei Adam, even Malachim can. So now, one more point here before we do a big explanation. This mitzvah, I have this mitzvah that I'm telling you to do, and it's explained in Lukotek Torah, that all the mitzvahs are called mitzvah Savaya. And this mitzvah is the mitzvah of Tshuva. I'm the one, Anaiti, tells you to do tshuva. Anaiti means shenaiti. Where is this mitzvah being empowered from? Where do we get the energy for this? From anaiti mishenaiti. That's higher than havaya. But the Indian of mitzvahs is, why do we do mitzvahs? Laham shafkili shem havaya ba'ilam. We do mitzvahs in order to bring down the revelation of shem havaya into the world. That's why we do mitzvahs. That the creation of the world from, comes from Shem Elohim. Elohim is the gematria of nature, Teba. We know that. And when we do the mitzvahs, what do we bring down into this world that's a world of nature? We bring a world of Elohim. What do we bring down when we do the mitzvahs? Shem Havaya, which is above the nature. But the main revelation of Havaya that we get, that comes through the mitzvahs that we do, in the mitzvahs that we do, and bringing it is when we do the mitzvah. 
and it brings the revelation into the world. So that's why it's interesting. The first of the Sarasadivas of Madan Tyra is Anaihi Havaya Elokecha. The mitzvah, the opening mitzvah at Matan Tyra is Havaya Yiye Elokecha. What's the very first thing that we have to do? The very first thing that we're empowered to do to bring Havaya into Elohim and in a personal way. The very first infusion of Kayach to achieve through Tyra is that Havaya Yelokecha to bring that above nature energy of Havaya, miraculous energy, down into our everyday life in a personal way. Elokecha. Each person gets it in his own way and gets to use it in his unique way. So if when you do, we do the misses, we can bring down into the world the revelation of Havaya, meaning, we have a world through Shein Elohim, and Shein Elohim conceals Shein Havaya. We have a world that's created in a natural way, and Hashem very carefully hides himself, hides his name of Havaya, covers it over with the laws of nature, with Shein Elohim. Why? Why would he do that? He has his real self and he covers himself. Why does he do that? Why does he conceal himself? Because the whole point is that Shem Elohim, he should use his name Elohim. He should have a natural, regular world. And he says, why should I show myself as I really am? I'll leave that to you. Why should I reveal myself in my full glory? Oh, hi, I will hide myself. I'll let you reveal me in my full glory. That will make it much different, much more interesting. And then we become, I guess, co-creators, partners in creation. That's why it says, Why did he make us straight? The Kavana in, in, in creation from Shein Elohim, he created the world from Shein Elohim, is that we, through our mitzvah, should to make us, you know, straight to the core, to the panemius, to the real essence, etc. He wants us to make visible down here what's invisible now what's openly visible up there, naturally. Up there, Avaya is openly visible. Everyone who's up there sees. He gives us the chance to make all of that visible, available, down here. And we do it. And when they ask for a cheshpainis rabin, hezuch kavanis abriya, in order to bring down Shema Vaya into the world and through us, how do you do it? In other words, so Hashem is saying, okay, I'm going to hide myself. You're going to reveal me. Or like, oh, okay, that sounds really nice. Um, we don't feel that we really have the energy to do that. 
the Kayach to do that. Oh, no, 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 no problem. I will give you the Kayach from Anaiki Lumaila, Anaiki Misha Anaiki. Higher than Avaya. This Amshacha comes from Tshuva, higher than Mrs. Shul Yisrael, Adavaya Lakecha. So, in order that there should be a Havaya Lakecha, a Masvachimah, it's not enough to do Mrs., but we have to do Shul Yisrael. Okay, so, one little point here. Okay. So, um, Okay, so let's just go a little bit deeper, a little bit more detail. We want to know, Razal say the following. Um, so I guess, you know, they kind of went to the chachma of the nefesh, of, of, of you know, one who straight said, like, what, what do we do for kapara? And so the nefesh said, okay. They went to Tyra and they said, um, bring someone and, and, oh, bring the Asham and it will be a Kapara. And they went to Hashem and said, Yasa Tshuva, do Tshuva and they'll have a Kapara. I'm going to just interject my little thoughts for whatever they're worth about what's going on in this mimer, it seems to me. And maybe in every, every mimer. So the, the muscle is when a person lives in a snowy place and the car gets stuck on the ice. So to get off the ice, you have to drive forward two, like a foot and then two inches and backwards and forward, backwards, uh, 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 backwards, forward, backwards, forward, until finally somehow the car gets unstuck from the ice and it shoots out into the street and it shoots forward and drives away. So, but it has to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And Bechlal in the Maimarim, you see that the Rebbeim are going back and forth and back and forth and say, Tyra says this, and Shem says that, and, and, and Chachma says this, and this one's right, and this one's wrong, and this one can be incorporated, and back and forth and back and forth. So, what does it look like is happening? Obviously, that journey brings out um, a deeper accessible level in Shuba, because Shuba, Right now, we're in the Seratim Tshuva. Good. Okay. Now, in the Seratim Tshuva, what are we here to do? Well, we're here to soak best, best scenario, best case scenario, usher in the Gula Shlema for Yom Kippur, right? The, once we, once the Kayan Gadol goes into the Kaidish Exertion and we're in that total unity with him and Hashem, to be there forever. That's best case scenario. It's not just another Yom Kippur and another Yom Kippur. But this should be the Yom Kippur that creates that unity, like the, the unity that we achieve with Hashem on the last day of Yom, on the la, at the last hour of Yom Kippur, when Ni'ilah, when the gates are locked and we're inside with Hashem in this deep, intimate embrace with Hashem. The best case scenario for this year is, hopefully, maybe there's better than that, we're there and we stay there and we never leave. And we draw all that energy down into everyday life. That's what we're, that's what we're trying to accomplish. Gula Shlema. So here we are in this Therese Mechuba, working up to that. And the whole process of getting there, of Chuba, Chuba is whatever it is. 
you know, what exactly is it? How exactly do you do it? Chachma says it's one thing, and Tyra says another thing, and Hashem says another thing. And you can see that when it comes to the Dar Hashvi, this minor was said in Tavshin Chachimel, 1962, 1962, but it was given out for Vav Tishrei. Now, 1962 was before the passing of Rebbe Zimchana. Rebbe Zimchana was Tavshin Chachimel, two years later. I think, I think two years later. So very interesting, um, although, so this mimer in Parshas Hazinu, Parshas Hazinu is all about, um, do you see heaven as reality and earth as, you know, uh, something you just have to spend your time with? Or do you see earth as reality and heaven is, you know, a nice goal to a nice kind of icing on the cake? And so Hazinu HaShemayim Ba'aret, etc., that idea is the Nazim see one is which one is your real reality, heavens or earth, and and that's included in Hazim, and that's one of the questions we deal with during the Sarah Shemayim Shiva. Which one do you feel is your reality, heaven or earth, and how do you bring the two together? That's what we're working to do. The whole of Sarah Shemayim Shiva. So even before Vav Tishrei happens, which would happen two years later, and by the way, I'm sorry, I'm going to finish the sentences, say even before, but this mimer then became the mimer that was handed out for Tavshin Nunalov, 1991, for Vav Tishrei. Because this mimer expresses the quality, the revolution that's brought into the world two years later through Vav Tishrei, through our mother, Rebbe Sinchana which is the revolution of how tshuva becomes available to everyone. You had to be in other generations on a certain level and have done certain stuff. You couldn't be, put it this way, in this generation, you can, a person can walk out of McDonald's, um, sipping their, you know, eating their whistle dog and sipping their chocolate milkshake, and someone stops them on the street and says, are you Jewish? Put on tefillin. And, cries and he feels and he says you know gee i want to they say you know it's yom kippur coming along what about you know they said she you haven't been to a shul in 45 years they said but it's this yom kippur come we have services and he comes and he shows up and he changes his whole life etc etc that was never available before trust me the guy who walked out of mcdonald's then you know that was it he wasn't uh so available to do chuma it just wasn't one of the things until the Darashvi. Now, how do you think it became a day like, right, you walk out of McDonald's, put on fill, and boom. But it becomes about to, how does that happen? Couldn't happen in any other generation. Well, we are being part of the process. It happens partly through these Maimarim. But as these Maimarim, as this Maimar was said in the Sarasimei and as we learn the Maimar together with the Rebbeim, including the Semach Tzedek, who, who, who speaks to us through this mimer, as it's quoted here, in the Semach Tzedek. Um, and it's what the Semach Tzedek spoke about is printed in Oratar Drushe of Yom Kippur, etc. Um, and also Tafkuf Nunchef, etc. So together with the, the Rebbe, um, Shlita and the Semach Tzedek, this journey that Yidin are going on when they learn this mimer to make an entirely different level of tshuva 
available to an entirely different group. Meaning both both ends have to be worked on. How available, how accessible Tshuva is, that's, that's hard work of the Rebbeim together with us. We're pulling it down and out by learning this Mimer. And how how available people are to actually accepting that Kayach of, of connection to Hashem, of Tshuva, is also being activated by the Rebbeim with us through these, through these Mimerim. So, um, and it all, it comes through this middle cause. Again, the middle one is the one that connects, you know, middle one connects the higher and the lower, by definition. You know, the middle child. So, kind of an in, in, interface between the older child and the third, first child and the third child, right? The middle is always between the first and the third, and it connects the two. So, So when Hashem creates us Yashar, and He and He's bringing to us the level of Yashar, what is Yashar? Yashar is that Yashar is Yashar is that down here He is the same as He is up there, which is quite a quite a thing to achieve. And we're saying that in other generations you had to do unbelievable things. To be able to reconnect to Hashem and do tshuva, and in this generation, you just have to somehow show up and have sort of an inner experience, and boom, it happens in a way that it couldn't have happened in every in any other generation. So the um, hamshacha, one second. So the hamshacha that comes to tshuva is from the level of tshuva and yasha. The tshuva fixes all of the averes, not because the person deserves it but because of the goodness of Hashem. And bringing down orange size, lower than Seder's Tausus. So this Hamshacha um, fixes all the, the Pagaman. And the Tikkun is in a, is in a very deep inner way, in a Pneumistic way. Why? Because Hamshacha Tataiv is in a way of Chesed. That the person, Heshiv, Hukumakele Hamshacha. You become a vessel for this hamshacha. Okay, so here, here really, is, here what's being brought out is the tshuva of, of Yom Kippur is different from the tshuva of the whole year. The whole year we do tshuva and it turns to kuyas and especially and the seretzimay tshuva is more and, and and Yom Kippur is more. And what is that all about? Why is the tshuva of Yom Kippur stronger? Because the essence of the day atones. You just have to get, you have to just be in that day. The day comes and the essence of the day does the work. That's what the Raman says in Nuchus Chuma. But Atma, Shoyom Kippur, Mechaber Lishadim. Now, there's one condition. Turn to him. That the essence of the day, doing, doing Kapara, is available to anybody who just, what? What's the just? Just turns to him. So we understand our job working with the Rebbeim is to get everybody to turn to him on Yom Kippur because it's a power day. The the essence of the day does kapara, turns everything around. 
our job is not to lower the standard. Okay, everybody, you know, fine, you don't have to do trivia. No, no, no. The essence of the day, repent. But our job is to get everybody to turn to him or to show how everybody in their real deepest core is really turning to him. And so obviously the kapara is higher than the kapara of tshuva, and if Yom Kippur is mechaper, only for those who turn to him. So bringing down the essence of the day to the person is through tshuva. And what does that mean? That. Um, tshuva is for those things that, you know, Hashem said to do something and we did the opposite. How come it works? We, he says to do something, so I'll do the opposite. So why do you, I'll do tshuva. How does tshuva work? Because tshuva comes from asmuk or insight. Bala ratan. On the level of our insight, Hashem says, I, I have many things that I want. I want the mitzvah. I also want the yid who does the mitzvah. I want that relationship with the yid. And so the Balaratan, the one who says, I want this, that's Hashem, he doesn't, he, he's allowed to change to what he wants. The hafla, the wonder of Orin Saif is that he can change what he wants. And so the Indian of hafla of Balaratan, who's the Balaratan, the one who wants? It's Hashem. The hafla, this wonder of Balaratan, is that he's Muslim Eras and he's even higher than what he wants. He's higher than his desire. So this this desire has a shaykh with him. That's why it's called Balaratan. And so Blicha and Kapara should be has to be on those things that are against his Ratan, except that he can adjust his Ratan. But relative to Atmos or insight, which is higher than Balarasan, then there is nothing that can go wrong. And that's why the essence of the day of Yom Kippur is Nechater. The Kapara comes from the essence of the day of Yom Kippur. Not by what's done, but rather on this day, the essence the connection between the essence of your neshama with Hashem's, with Atmos, with Hashem's essence, which is his part even higher than what he wants, higher than, higher than what he's asking for. Your essence connects to his essence. That's what happens on, Rosh, on Yom Kippur. And on that level, where we just connect straight, there is no Pagam to begin with. There's no, Averas don't happen there. It's not an area where it's available to happen. And the reason why this idea, bringing this down, this energy, that the essence of the day is is Nechater, why is it through Tshuva? Because the Tikkun of the Pagamin, um, through the revelation of Etzim and Neshama, the, the, the Tikkun, by, is, by revealing the essence of our Neshama, which is one with Hashem's essence, and over there there is no Pagam, there's no Avera. It doesn't apply to Kaisa Skulim. In order that the Kapara should be through the revelation of the Etzim and Neshama, and it should be Pneumius, that's the Tshuva. So what do we need to do on Yom Kippur? Reveal the Etzim of our Nefesh, because 
Good news is the, eth- the your Ethem and Hashemah and Hashem's essence are one piece. And over there, when it's one to one and we connect, there's no pagam. Nothing ever happens wrong. So all we all we need to do is connect to that level. Great. How do we connect to that level? That's through tshuva. The tshuva isn't so much anymore. It's not in this generation like beating ourselves and you bad person. What's wrong with you? How could you do that? You disgusting little worm. Although it seems to say that in, <laughs> in the tefillahs. But that's what it says in the tefillahs. And it's an evolution of the kaisas over the generation. But are, is that our focus of like, you worm, we're lower than worms and lower than and all that other stuff? No, it seems to be, no, today is like celebration day. Yom Kippur is celebration day. My essence and Hashem's essence. Like, yay! Uncluttered relationship. Sweet, beautiful, intimate, warm, cozy, supportive. Co-supportive relationship. We support him, he supports us. Nobody else gets in the way. No junk gets in the way. Uncluttered relationship. Sweet, beautiful, warm. And from that place, everything gets clean. Shem says, what did you do wrong? He says, this, eh, whatever. Eh, whatever. There are stories about people having uh, some kind of a court case, parking tickets and this and that, and they went in a... The court in a time where it was like an auspicious time for Yidden. And somehow the judge gets them in a conversation and says, what are you here for? He said, parking tickets. He says, yeah, forget about it. Go home. And it's all, that's it. It's forgiven. Who cares? You know, like, just drop it. So how do we tune into that part? What is Yom Kippur all about? You and me, Hashem, it's you and me. Hashem says, Yid, Yid, it's you and me. That's it. Like, well, care about this. You did right, you did wrong. Eh, give it up. Who cares? Same thing as we're together. So how do we activate that level? At that level, you say, oh, you say oh, hi, but I did this against your will. And I said, oh, eh. whatever. It's on the house. <laughs> so how do we activate that level? So it's Shuvah. Okay, so wrapping this all up. So Yom Kippur is about the energy above Seder Shalshus, level eight, right? We said at the beginning, the, 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 the path to get into safely, for the kind of to get in safely into the, into the Kaidish Kavisham on Yom Kippur and come back out safely was what, what path did he need? What, what, what passport did he need? Brismila. Cause Brismila, not that it was unusual, that's Brismila. But Brismila is the energy of eight above Seder Ishtalshus. Kaidish Kavashim is the eight, energy of eight above Seder Ishtalshus. You at least have to have that to get in, but only them. And there are three different energies to this energy of eight. Shmini of Mila, the eight of Mila, the eight of Tshuva, and the eight. Number eight of Mila, Brismila, number eight of Tshuva, and number eight of Yom Kippur. Brismila is a mitzvah because the kabana of uh, of the Bria, Milachatchila. Why are we created? So that we should do the mitzvahs and bring down the revelations through us. And the revelations that come through the mitzvahs. 
including the mitzvah mila, are not or chadash. They're not a brand new light. Because the whole point of the Bria is that we should bring down these revelations. And even though the revelation comes through all the mitzvahs, it's the revelation of Abaya, and this revelation comes down through Brith Mila, higher than Havaya. So, so in Torah Or. Who will go up to Shemaima? Mila. It means it's the Russian tables of Mila and, and Havaya. So this shows that Mila is above Havaya. Rismila is above Havaya. It's a, it's a higher energy. But since the creation of the world is Melchatchila, that through the myth of Brismila, we should bring down this light. So obviously it's a light that will fit into the world. Otherwise you couldn't bring it down. And in general, obviously this light is included in Havaya. Because Havaya is means it Havaya means two different things. It's the source from where the world comes. The world, Elohim, comes from Havaya. It's the source from where the world comes. And it's also Hashem's desire that there should be a, a world. On his level of Havaya, he wants there to be a world. And Havaya is also the place from where the world comes. So being that he wants the world to be. And he wants us to bring down the revelation of Havaya into the world through what? Through number eight. Through Brismila. So obviously this revelation has to be included in Havaya. And if the revelation through Brismila is higher than Havaya, it means that this revelation <clears throat> is higher than the source of, of, of the world. And the eight, so, so that's the eight of Rithmila, the number eight of Rithmila, the energy of eight. Now, what's the energy of eight of Chuva? That's the revelation of Orchadosh, a new light. Through this, that's the Chait and the Pagam, and going, you know, off the derech, against, you know, going against the Kavana of why Hashem created us, etc. That whole thing, and then fixing it through tshuva, that's through the number eight energy of tshuva, it actually brings down or chadash, a brand new light that wasn't inserted into the whole plan of the creation. Somehow messing up and then doing tshuva brings down a higher light than was actually invested in the creation. This light is from the Balarath and the one who wants it. Here's a Shaykhusarath and a Kavana of Bria. But when we do Tshuva, we bring down something new and higher. Now, what's the energy of eight of Yom Kippur? The essence of the day is the Kapara. What's the essence of the day? The revelation of Atmos Arinsai is higher than the one who wants, which is Hashem, so to speak. But this revelation is mostly available when the Kayan Gadol goes into the Kaidish 
So the level, the energy of eight of Yom Kippur is the eight that comes after the seven days that precede Yom Kippur, after Rosh Hashanah. Because in general, the eight, eight, number eight energy of Yom Kippur is higher than Seder Ishtalshus, but it has to do with Ishtalshus. Follow Russian. But the, the Seder of number eight has this, the Kodesh, this eight energy in the Kodesh Kedoshim, it's the one that comes before the seven. A higher level. Okay. And now, really, this is, we're in the last few, pulling it all together. So when it says that not everybody, no one can go into the Kodesh Kedoshim, no one, no one's allowed to go. Only, only the Kayim Gadol. You can't go. Even the Malachim. And what happens, the good stuff that happens is only when the Kayim Gadol goes in to do Kapara. Why? Because the revelation, higher than Ishtalshur, that was in the Kaidish Kedoshim, in itself, the, there is there was already an energy in the Kaidish Kedoshim before he went in. It has its own energy. What kind of energy is in the Kaidish Kedoshim? It's higher than Seder Ishtalshur, this number eight energy. But it has a connection to the world. So it has a connection to the seven energy. Over there, in that place, it's a number eight energy, but it has some kind of connection to the the, the seven-ish energy. For there, over there, the Malachim could get in, in that energy. But when the Kayin Gadol comes to the Kaidish Kedoshim, L'chater B'Kaidish, the Avaita of the Kayin Gadol in Kaidish Kedoshim brings down a Kapara to all of us is because through the Avaita, through the Avaita, he reveals a connection of our Etham and Neshama with Asmus. What does he do when he goes into the Kaidish Kedoshim? He activates the relationship between our essence and Hashem's essence. He's the Shachan. The Malachim can't do that. The Kaidish Kedoshim can't do it on its own. He has to go in as our representative to be the Shachan between our essence and Hashem's essence. Because in Atmos or in Saif, over there, there's no place for Malachim, for angels. It's just us. That's why no one else can go in. Malachim don't belong there. This is an energy on Yom Kippur that is just essence, essence and effort to essence of Hashem. That's only us. This is a very exclusive club. And it becomes available. Membership for the club, it's a 25-hour membership. It's brought down for, you know, then we make it available for the whole year. Membership from the, for this club is for the essence of a yid. You have to, what, do you, what do you have to do for membership to the club? Be a yid with a neshama, which obviously has the essence of a neshama, etham and nefesh. And show up on, in some form for Yom Kippur, and the Kayan Gadol goes in and makes the Shidduch, the union between our essence of the soul and Hashem's essence. And it's a unique, it's, a, it's a, an exclusive club for us and Hashem. So therefore, when it comes to Ne'ilah, what do you think is happening? 
this revelation is shining even more than the whole day. The whole day, there's a certain revelation of Yom Kippur. We have the Avaita, the Kayan Gadol in Yom Kippur. And we have five tefillahs of Yom Kippur, and they correspond to the five levels of the Neshama, Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, Chai, Yechida. And the three tefillahs that are uh, that we start with in the day, you know, Mayrav, and the next day, Shachos, etc., Musa, that co- corresponds from the Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama. Musa, on Yom Kippur, um, is from the level of Chaya in us. And then the level of Yechida in us is mostly Tilas Ni'ila, the last hour. That's why it's called Ni'ila. They lock all the gates. And Malachim cannot get in. The highest Malachim cannot get in. Gates are locked. No one can get in. Only us. We're in. And then they lock the gates behind us. Yisroel Malkab Yehuduhum. So that's why it says in the Zayar, "Ba'amad ish itay, b'svade yaisef el achis." When Hashem is unifying with us, you know, and then we come to Shmini Yitzharet, which is the level of eight. The union of Hashem unifying with us is the revelation of the Yechida, and that union of us, essence to essence. And that's, and what does it have to do with Zele Yaisef? The name Yaisef. This is all for Yaisef. The name Yaisef is Yaisef Avaye Li Ben Acher. And here you see, here you see in this last paragraph, what is Yaisef Hashem Li Ben Acher? The Acher, the guy who like, he doesn't care, Yom Kippur, I'm on my way to, I'm on my way to whatever, the nightclub. You know, over there I'm going to eat whistle dogs, whatever. I don't care. He's the Ben Acher. Yom Kippur affects him too. The Rebbeim work on it very hard. And they they include us in this, but not, they don't do it alone. They do it with us. We learn these Maimarim. We do it together. We create a process in which these Maimarim unlock the ability of the Ben Acher to be added to the group of those who are essence to essence on Yom Kippur. That the Ben Acher, you know, the guy who's like, ah, not for me. He becomes, he becomes a Ben, a son. Because through the revelation, through the revelation of union of our essence to Hashem's essence, by adding Yisus to his brothers, the Acher becomes a son. The one outside of the fold becomes a son. And this revelation is on Shemini Yitzharis. As we know that in Shemini Yitzharis, we have all the Inyan of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, but on Shemini Yitzharis, it's the Kav of Simcha. And therefore, on the day of Shemini Yitzharis, it's just us, and Hashem, and nobody else is allowed in. So what's brought down that the gates are locked and we're inside on in the last hour of Yom Kippur, essence to essence. And we pull in with us everyone. Somehow we just schlep them all in with us on some level. 
They're not always necessarily in shul, but a moment, a thought, a feeling. To hear her tshuva. And all the yidners slept in. And then, when it comes to Shemini Yatzeris, and then we spend the days of, of Sukkot in joy. And when it comes to Shemini Yatzeris, that, it's just us alone with Hashem. That same relationship is activated, continues to be activated, but then we do it through simcha, through rejoicing. So may we, through this, this Yom Kippur of, of plus the gulas, galas, the gulas, these incredibly open, a year when we'll have incredibly open wonders, may we find ourselves in the greatest simcha, in the base of Mizah Shlishi, through this Yom Kippur, immediately now.